Hey, and welcome to Heated Waves. I'm Mr. Bradstone, a.k.a. Mr. Bradley. Um, got some breaking news here. This is crazy. Just read this. Uh, I, I'm absolutely just blown away by this. The Cleveland Browns have signed, yes, signed Kareem Hunt, y'all. Kareem Hunt is signed by the Cleveland Browns. This is crazy because we all know he, earlier this year, he was uh, caught on videotape in a in a hotel, you know, hitting a woman and pushing her and all that good stuff. Well, the Browns have signed him. Uh, now, I'm, I'm a little curious to why they signed him. I mean, Nick Chubb was just absolutely a stud this year, and he was just beast mode. And I don't – this is crazy. Now they're going to have a one-two punch that is insane for Baker Mayfield to do a lot of work. That takes so much pressure off Baker Mayfield. Um, there's just – there's so much to this that, wow, I'm excited to talk about it. Um, now, yes – Kareem Hunt is still going through the investigation by the NFL, and at this point, the NFL has still not decided on a punishment for Hunt, but he could face some uh, serious suspension time once they do, uh, you know, determine what's going on in their investigation. Now, this is this is fully from the Browns' GM John Dorsey. He says he acknowledges that the Hunt signing is controversial. But uh, he says the team thought long and hard before signing. We fully understand and respect the complexity of questions and issues in signing a player with Kareem Hunt's history and do not condone his actions. Now, with that said, what happens if they did sign him and he does get this punishment and he doesn't get to play this year or he gets suspended half the season or the whole season or four games or you know, never gets to come back to the NFL at all, ever, if they do end up finding something. The guy is so young, so talented. It, Man, this is a huge signing for the Cleveland Browns. Look, Cleveland Browns came in last year, you know, not winning, but like three games over the course of two or three seasons. And then they come out there and they have a great season. I mean, yeah, it may not look great to everybody else because they only won, won seven games. But look, that's great for the organization for the Browns. This signing is great for the organization for the Browns, especially – you know, the investigation ends up and he doesn't get any time. I'm sure he's going to get some kind of a suspension or they're going to have him go through, you know, different necessary steps to uh, become a better person. And and hopefully he gets his shit together here and never does something like this again. Because, look, to me, I don't condone it all. And let me just re-say that I do not condone what Kareem Hunt did on that video. I personally would never put my hands on a woman like that. Never have, never will. Do not care for guys that do it. But I'm not going to take a, away the fact of his skill set. Now, does that, you know, overturn what he did on camera and what he did to that woman? Because, one, we don't have any audio, so we have no idea what was the exchange of words and what happened there. So a lot of different things could have happened. Like we've already talked in previous you know, podcasts, there could have been some kind of racial slur said. Or she's, you know, might have tried to blackmail him, and he was drunk and got out of hand and and did wrong things. Which, like I said, I don't condone what he did, but I'm not going to sit here and say he's not some balling ass player. But I'm not also going to sit here and say he should get another chance in the NFL after doing something like that. But again, we don't know the extent of what happened audio wise. That that could change the whole demeanor to all this. The fact is, the Browns signed him. They think he's going to be scot-free. He may you know, have to go through some classes or go into some kind of rehab program for you know, alcohol because that's part of the problem too. You know, he was drinking, so they, they might force him to do an alcohol and anger management uh, you know, classes and stuff like that, 
which that's totally fine. I think the guy should do it every time. Like I've said on a previous podcast, I think he should donate a portion of his check to, you know, domestic violence or, you know, just violence against women in general. I think he should do, donate a portion of that at like 20% of his freaking check every single year for the rest of his life. As long as he wants to play in the NFL, that's what I would have him do. Not only that, but I would put him, you know, like I said, anger, man- anger management classes and alcoholic classes, you know, and then I would also put him on such a strict piss test policy that this guy wouldn't even be able to piss without, you know, every couple days I would have him piss and be like, no, I don't want any alcohol in your system during the whole season. I want you to publicly come out and apologize to this woman. Maybe even give, you know, her a percentage of your money as well. But the fact of the matter is, is he's going to be playing for the Browns as long as this investigation doesn't hinder him from doing that. And I think there'll be so much success from this. Are you kidding me? Nick Chubb and and Kareem Hunt sharing time back there. One, that's that's scary to me for offensively because that takes a lot of pressure off Jarvis Landry as well. That, that's got guys stacking the box and leaving line, uh, Jarvis Landry one-on-one because if you guys remember, he couldn't really do a lot this year compared to what he did in Miami. He was getting open in Miami. This year he, he kind of was, but he kind of wasn't. He had some up-and-down games, and I think this is going to open it up big time, especially, like I said, if this goes through – and he doesn't get suspended, or if he only gets suspended a few games or whatever through the season. But I think this is the biggest thing for the Browns right now to overcome. And by that, I mean getting past you know, the things that he's done wrong and seeing if he can turn himself around, turn his life around, and start being a better person. Like, how dumb are you anyways to do that on camera if you were going to do it? I'm not, like I said, I don't condone it, but if you're going to do it, at least do it behind closed doors so nobody knows, and then it's their word versus yours or whatever, blah, blah, blah. But uh, I, I just think this is such a good move for the Browns as long as there's no suspension for a whole season or something like that. We don't know how much he's getting paid for this season, or anything like that, but I think this is huge that someone actually took you know the time out, took a long thought process, and was like, you know what, we're going to sign this guy, and he could come in, he can help our organization, he can come in and just straight ball, and I love it. I'm glad someone's given him a chance, but you know what, if he ever does this again, I guarantee he's out in the NFL because they don't play when it comes to you know the whole women against women violence, and neither do I, but I do believe that in this system. And a one-two punch of those two guys, you know, sharing two. They could both be first and second down backs, or they could have run a two-back set. I don't know. However they want to do it. Because Kareem Hunt can catch a ball, man. That guy can go out and line up wide, you know, and have Nick Chubb in the backfield. I think this would be huge for them. As long as it goes through and there's no setbacks, nothing like that. And let me make a bold prediction. If, if Kareem Hunt doesn't get suspended at all this year, or even if he does for like, anywhere from two to four games, there's no reason I don't, you know, I I can't say for sure, but I am going to put a bold prediction out here and say that I think the Browns could easily, easily win nine games with Kareem Hunt there. Nine to ten games. I mean, look, they won seven games. They they went into overtime three times this year and almost won those games. I mean, that's that's ten wins right there. And that's with a rookie quarterback and a rookie running back. Could you imagine throwing Kareem Hunt into the mix or – 
Maybe even they dip into some free agency and pick up some ball and wide receiver, or maybe through the draft they pick up a, de- a, a receiver and, and go out in free agency or the draft to pick up some great defensive guys and really just solidify that team and make them this a solid, solid contender for the playoffs for once because they're in a tough division. Not the Bengals, but with the Ravens and the Steelers, that is a tough division. And I, I'm excited to see what happens with this Hunt thing. If, as long as he doesn't get in any trouble and he gets to play with them, I think that would be so huge for, for the Browns. Man, it would be huge for Baker Mayfield. It would make him look a lot better. The guy threw for 4,000 yards last year. Could you imagine him taking pressure off of him, having to throw it all the time, and having Nick Chubb to hand it off to, or, or uh, Kareem Hunt, or both of them, or a mixture of it to where they're both in the backfield and one guy you know fakes like he's going to get the ball, but the other running back gets it. It's just so much confusion for a defense to have to handle. Nick Chubb is baller. Let me say that again. Nick Chubb is baller, and then you add Kareem Hunt. Damn, that's scary. But I'm Mr. Brad Stone, a.k.a. Mr. Bradley. This is Heated Waves. Come check us out on all of our uh, podcast episodes. And uh, don't forget to send in voicemails. We love them. Uh, We get a lot of them, and I do appreciate them, and I appreciate everybody's time. Have a great day. Yo. Honestly, like I said early in the year, like I said last year, the Browns will be somebody that will be reckoned with. This is why, because everybody's tired of the same teams winning. I'm in Atlanta. I Ubered on Super Bowl Sunday. The streets was dry. The streets was dry, but Patriots were walking around, clapping their hands off. I didn't see no Rams fans whatsoever. But the thing is, Atlanta was not wanting to be out there to celebrate Tom Brady and his sixth ring. Nobody cared. They all knew it was going to happen. We need something different in the NFL. We need Chargers to win. We need Cleveland to win. We need Miami to win. We need all these underrated teams to win. And now that you have Kareem possible, go get some offensive linemen and defensive safeties and corners. You're good. Hey, man, appreciate the call in. I absolutely agree. I think the NFL, well, not just the NFL, because they want Tom Brady to win all those Super Bowls and be his golden boy so they can make all that money, but it is time for new teams, and I think the Browns are getting smarter and smarter. Hey, man, if you listen to some of my old podcasts about the Browns, I said the same thing you were, man. I was on that train, too. I was like, man, this team can easily win eight games this year with all the keys players they picked up, but like you said, yeah, they're going to have to go out there and either free agency, get some defense, or they're going to have to easily pick up some offensive line to help Baker Mayfield stay upright a little bit longer, and that'll change the game. But let's not forget the Bills, the Jets, they both are underrated. They need some help, and they need to start winning, along with some other teams that just don't do much. So go Browns, man. I, I really hope the best for, for uh, you know, old boy and turning it around Kareem Hunt. So let's let's hope he does, and I hope the Browns get to keep him, and he, and he just balls it up with Nick Chubb. What's going on, my friend? It's Desert Fox. I had to chime in on this one because, I mean, really? If it was any other team, I would be shocked. I would be surprised. Because, you know, everybody knew his career was done. Apparently not. Um, and it's funny because Cannabis Conundrum just did this episode about exactly this. Teams that are high as fuck, how the NFL smokes a lot of weed. Somehow we missed the Browns because, like I said, they were high as shit when they did that. Mm, but it is the Browns, so I don't know. GM's next to be fired, I suppose. 
somebody is getting shit canned on that. But I mean, on the other side, man, you still got Chubb. Now you have him. You got the one-two punch for Baker Mayfield. They get a receiver and they're set. I don't know. Devil's advocate. Desert Fox out. Hey, Desert Fox, Mr. Bradstone, Heat Waves, man. I appreciate the call in. I really do, man. Yeah, uh, I don't know, man. I think it was an upstairs thing. G the GM uh, is uh, John Dorsey, the same guy that actually uh, um, drafted Kareem Hunt three years ago for the Chiefs. So, and he was their GM at the time. So, I think he knows what he's doing. But the whole problem is, is if what the NFL does with his, you know, his suspension and all that stuff. If if he does end up being suspended four games, 10 games, 12 games, the whole season, the rest of his career, then, you know, really they're not out on much because they only signed him on a one-year deal, and it's probably pretty cheap since he's in trouble. So we'll see what happens, man. Uh, I, I hope the best for the Browns, man. It's, uh, they've had so many losing seasons lately. It's just pathetic. So hopefully they can turn it around and, like you said, get another receiver. All they got is Jarvis Landry down there. So they got a good tight end in Njoku.